Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Healthcare Now, paid for by Integrated Physician Network. This program is recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Healthcare Now with your hosts, Larry Jones and Dr. Mark Shayat. Want to become an educated healthcare consumer? Then join our discussion about all things healthcare and understand how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Now, let's join our hosts in the Healthcare Now studios. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones, as always, and we're going right. to talk about all things healthcare, Larry. It's going Dr. to have a good Mark, show. How can we be coming up on Labor Day weekend? Oh, my God. It's just flying <laughs> by. We're coming up on Labor Seems Day weekend. Insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just had yeah. it. Oh, that's, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah we yeah. just passed Labor Day I was like, weekend. Wait, yeah. I, you, you, you got me there because I was We're thinking, in September. I was like, that's oh, man, I took, I took Monday off and I wasn't yep. supposed to. No, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It is incredible. Just flying. I talked to my students about how fast their year yep. is going. And yep. yeah, it is. It, it's, you know, there's a whole, yep. there's science behind, behind how they say, you know, time keeps going faster as you get older. I believe that. Well, there's there's actually brain science that supports that. Right. That as we get older, because of what we've seen in our experiences, our judgment of time, mm-hmm. if things speed up, yep. right? And so... Uh, well, then so, I must be getting very old. Well, I mean, I don't want to say that. Because time's say that. flying. But, but think about it. When you're a kid, everything takes forever, That's right? right? And you yep. talk to your kids yep. now, and everything oh, yeah. takes forever for them. Yep. And it is. It's, oh, yeah. it's just a Oh, yeah. Drive thing. it in the car. We there yet, Mom and Dad? There you go. See, exactly. Remember exactly. that? Yep. Yeah. No, it it is. It yeah, is. Yeah. All right. So what we got here today? We got some good news today, Doctor Mark. I like good our news. friend Ken Peach. Yeah, he's, Ken. He's executive director of the Health Council of East Central Florida. Yes, sir. Was in a meeting this past week. You know, his organization runs five cancer collaboratives. Yes. But they were on a call with the Florida Department of Health. Yep. And these five uh, cancer regional cancer collaboratives, and the Florida Department of Health asked for the information on how to listen to healthcare now or no way really really are, are we do we have to pay ken because this is not the first <laughs> I, I think we're gonna have to put him on the payroll I, before uh, long apparently <laughs> apparently geez well is that you know he got us the uh, the osceola county program you right. know they yes, he influenced yes, yes, yes. that but i think what's interesting here dr mark and and we'll have to get i actually thought about calling ken, ken today but i couldn't get a hold of him this morning yep. but I think, you know, you, when you've got these people at the Florida Department of Health and particularly our legislators, Dr. Mark, they don't know anything about health care. No, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, I'm, I'm part of that uh, Physician Society of Central Florida. Yeah. And so we do uh, some some trips up to Tallahassee to meet candidates, yep. to meet right. active folks. Probably meet with legislators. Right. Yep. And so, you know, it's, it's a very, yep. a very scripted offering. And yep. that's what we talk about. It's like, you know, yep. they get involved. And this is not I'm not I'm not dissing them. No, I mean, no, you know, I'm like, not dissing them either. Yeah, you know, I don't, you know. In fact, Jason Broder, who's one of our Florida yes, senators, yes. is a dear friend of mine. Yep. Jason has been uh, many times yeah, in we different need to, programs. Well, I want to get together with Jason. Yeah, he, I actually sent him a text a few weeks ago, uh-huh. and he said just let him know, and he's working in his yeah, schedule. Yeah, because it's true. Now, you know, Jason has spent a long time both on the legal side and the medical side, you know, learning mm-hmm. about it, right? Well, he actually chaired the health care yeah. committee oh, I know, on I the know. Senate. Yeah, for a so, couple of years. So he's yeah. one of the people that we talk to yeah. and then and talk to the other legislators. Yeah. And some of them are looking 
very openly yeah. for information. Yeah. Others have got experience. It That's could right. be personal experience. could yeah. be w- whatever it is. Yeah. And then there's just, you know, is there just one physician in the state legislators right um, now? I know we've got the uh, doctor up from the panhandle. Um, but I'm like not I was sure, saying, Dr. Mark. So maybe one or there two. Are, there are a few. few. I know we've got right. one uh, congressman in Washington that's a, a yes. urology yes. surgeon out of the panhandle. Oh, I thought I thought yeah. that was the state. That was thought that was the state no, guy. He's, he's, Congress. Oh, he's Congress. He's the United States All right, Congress. Yeah. All right, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, there, there, yeah. there. I am showing my my weak <laughs> point is definitely knowing who my legislators are. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I, you're right. We we need to share the information, and and I <clears> hope that's what the Florida Department yeah. of Health. You know, I hope they're exactly. not listen listening so they can start to censor us. You well, know, they're, you know, they're I don't here. think that, I, I think know. they're really looking to the way. I'm sure the way Ken profiled the. Our, our, our show, show sure. is it's all about educating healthcare consumers right. and having an honest conversation on how to navigate our complex U.S. healthcare system. Yeah, I, d- earlier today I was talking to a friend and they were they were asking. I said, "Well, you know what what I was doing today, mm-hmm. right?" So, right. so as you know, Thursdays. a lot of people don't know, and they said, "Well, who listens to the show?" And I said, "You know, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, we we find out." through people that listen because they'll either contact us or yep. I'll walk by a friend of mine. He'll say, Hey, great show. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, you listen. Oh yeah. I haven't right. missed a single one. So it's, that happens it, to me all the time. Yeah, as so, well. so yeah. it's really encouraging. Yeah. So I think, you know, we are, we're, we're doing something. We're creating yeah. some kind of interest. So, I mean, I hope uh, people like yeah. Ken spread the word and, yeah. uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to do He's this. He's a great advocate, but you know, Senator Broder also has a healthcare background. I don't know if you knew this, but I believe he spent many years with Procter and Gamble. You told me that. Didn't I tell it's you been, that? It's been yeah. a while yeah. that we have talked yeah. about because we do. Yeah. We really do need to sit down with him. Because I was with Kimberly yeah. Clark. Right, right. He was with exactly. Procter & Gamble. Interesting. And Interesting. those are very competing yeah. companies. Oh, for yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. All right. Let's get to – I guess we better get to work yeah. in case they start listening. That's right. Well, you know, Dr. Mark, I think uh, that's some good news about the show. But at least a million children in the U.S. have lost Medicaid coverage since April of this year. Right. And, and you're familiar with what happened with the public health emergency. Correct. When they shut it down. It got to the point where nationally there were 91 million people in Medicaid. Yes. Which yes, is what? Yeah. A fourth of the country. Right. And that and yeah. those weren't all children. No, absolutely yeah, right, not. You know, so so and and it's interesting because the the children here when when the changes occurred and people who had coverage that didn't didn't have coverage previous, the adults, the young adults that were yes. involved, yes. a lot of them just went back to, yeah. yeah, you know what? I didn't have insurance before. I don't really right. I, I wasn't right. really looking for it. That's I just right. had to have it. And, but when but, you've got the kids, kids, that's yeah, a different situation. Completely different. Yeah. And and a big piece of this, as, as you well know, mm-hmm. is prior to the pandemic, you have to re-up your qualifications that every, you, every month. month. And every it's based single on month. income. Right. So you, but it, and if you don't, you just get dropped. But then for our listeners, let's go back and, and give them a little background. During the pandemic, which was about two and a half years, if you were in Medicaid at any given month, you were grandfathered in until the national public health emergency ended this past April. Right. So, so that group who's been going along, they may have they may have been introduced to Medicare. Or Medi- I'm sorry, Medicaid. Medicaid. See, I always do it yeah. the other way. Now, that's I'm flipping. okay. Um, that that introduced well, I to know Medicaid. You know a lot about yeah. Medicaid because of your just practice. exposure. Yeah. That's right. And that's but right. so they may have been exposed to it for the first time during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. then they didn't know and didn't you know didn't know this was going to happen. Right. And, you know, not everybody watches that kind of news. No, I mean, and, and nor, nor, yeah. <laughs> nor should yeah. they, you know. And so those folks are really getting burned. Yep. And yep. and to lose the kids. Now, yep. even the groups before that would do it every month, there was still a percentage every month somebody come into my office 
that I had seen the yep. month prior, and they were no longer covered. And you, and you couldn't get paid. Right. You, you had yeah, your claim denied. You get claim denied. Yeah. And, and we're so, going to talk about that in a minute, too. Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, we would check the claims before procedures and stuff, and we'd find out they weren't on, but, and we'd but have you, to reschedule. How do you know? Well, you can. You so, really? So, yeah. Well, you, ha- you can, as a provider, you can check to see if they're active. But if a month later they found out that they weren't eligible, no, but we check. you're getting your claim denied. Well, no, but we check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so okay. we check at the, at the date of the procedure or visit. There, which you can check, so it's it's right. real time data. Yeah. But if you don't check, let's say you see them one month, and uh, as a surgeon, I may see them for a preoperative yeah. visit, and I schedule them for two weeks later, which is into the new month. And you don't. And check. if I don't check, right. then I you just get burned. Yeah. No, you do get yeah. burned. You, you do, do not get, get burned. Paid. You yeah. do not get paid. <laughs> you know, and then the right. facilities don't get paid. It's a, it's a mess, right. right? Yeah. So this is we talk. I mean, we can go back a number of shows, and you and I talked about exactly yeah, this. We have. Yep. Well, and, we've and, talked about the Medicaid unwinding process, mm-hmm. and it started in April. But uh, I think federal agencies have kind of uh, brought this to light, detecting right. major errors in states' Medicaid processing systems contributing to a mass number of children who have actually lost eligibility when they in fact may be eligible dr mark yeah yeah that's it this is going to be a, this is not going to get yeah. better they they were people that were actually on medicaid right. had to fill out a form mm-hmm. once the pandemic ended to stay on medicaid and they're feeling that a lot of people didn't they fill didn't out those it. forms sure. and automatically the entire family was disenrolled yeah. from medicaid right Right, right, and right. that's where the problem lies. Yeah. Now in Florida, it's by the child, not by the family, right? And because you can have two kids in the same family, and they have different because they yeah. randomly assign which. Yeah. Well, actually, a, a, it's two group. things. Yep. If you have a child that you have an income level that you may you may be covered, but the child isn't. You right. can get that ch- just the child on Medicaid. Yeah. If your family income qualifies, you get the whole family on Medicaid. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. yep. But, but you know, I think one of the issues that uh, this eligibility and, and uh, paperwork, the C- CMS has recommended the Centers for Medicare Medicaid that governs both mm-hmm. Medicare and Medicaid in Washington. They've actually recommended that all states pause this disenrollment process, Doctor Mark, and reinstate all affected uh, recipients of Medicaid right. and implement a strategy and fi- and let the fi- state fix the system before they disenroll these people. Right. I completely disagree with that recommendation. Well, it's just kicking the can down the road. That's right. Right. And That's so right. here in Florida, we don't have as many of that adult group because we did not right. opt in for that part of That's Medicaid right. coverage. That's right. So we're just yeah. looking at the kids. But I would argue, Larry, mm-hmm. that they do a pretty poor job of this income checking as it is yeah and but at the same time this roller coaster of every month is that that is a that's holding these clients at a different level of responsibility than other clients that have just regular insurance and that's not really right no i I agree with you the income checking is one thing the other issue that they're claiming is that the state didn't provide adequate timing on the re-up right. in the they, forms or, or that making sure to be that filled everybody, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're just canceling them out. Yeah. But again, you got to remember, Medicaid went up 15 million recipients during the pandemic, and it stayed at that level at eighty at 91 million yeah, yeah. people. Of course, of course. Nice. So, Nation, again, nationwide. Yeah. And, and if they stay on the program, it can bankrupt some states. 
Yes, for sure. Well, Particularly I mean, that, which Florida. Is, which is yeah. why, well, yeah. which is why we opted out, right? That's so, right. So that's we right. never, never got yeah. involved in that part. Yeah, but, right. but we are just to be clear in Florida, we are involved with the fact that the mm-hmm. kids that were on were not having to re up during that's the pandemic, right. and now that's they right. need to. Now they need. And to. so, yeah. so that that's a pattern that we're going to have to yeah. look at. And I, w- I would guess it was uh, were there like thirty states that opted out or twenty nine eight uh, there states. Are actually, seventeen states just 17? that actually okay. right now are opted out. Gotcha. Some gotcha. of the, it was around thirty, and many of them opted in after. And now there were about seventeen states that don't accept. Gotcha. Uh, the expansion, the expansion of Medicaid of, yep. on the federal level. Well, I mean, and that's an entire another discussion and, and, and argument, if you will, yeah. on yeah. on how that's going to work. Yeah. But here in, that in Florida, the way we work it is, you know, we have these commercial managers of Medicaid and the, the office of Medicaid is really, really sort of one step away. Right. They can tell what that group is going to do as far as qualifications for Medicaid. Right. They, they still right. set the standards. Right who qualifies for Medicaid yes. in Tallahassee yes. you know, at the state level. I think level. it's 130% of the poverty level. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so, like that. Yeah. so they can still see that, yeah. but they, they have to make these rulings. But they're, I don't know, I guess the question becomes, did both, I bet both groups dropped the ball, you know, because the state didn't communicate enough. And each one of those groups like Molina and Staywell and all the groups that are in, in the state of Florida, United, that have Medicaid programs. Right likely did not either right but but no i you're absolutely correct but larry wouldn't you say that that this every month thing at at some point you got to decide if the administrative cost is worth that it's interesting that you bring that up because there is some proposed legislation to take it to where you qualify either six months or annually okay but that that has not passed hasn't passed yet but that that this might be a good time for that it's a very good time for that let's uh let's take a break we'll be right back talk a little bit more when we get back okay you're listening to healthcare now the truth about u.s healthcare we're going to a break and when we come back we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with dr mark and larry Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion on the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Join Dr. Mark Chayette and Larry Jones for a very special two-hour live Healthcare Now, Thursday, October 26th at the 10th Annual Meeting of the Florida Association of Accountable Care at the Hilton Bonnet Creek Hotel in Orlando. Join Dr. Mark and Larry as they navigate the healthcare world with Florida's healthcare visionaries and decision makers. Don't miss a special two-hour live Healthcare Now, Thursday, October 26th, starting at 7 p.m., only here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Streaming live at the TheAnswerOrlando.com. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. You have found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studio uh, talking about Medicaid. Right. And uh, I think, you know, if we balance our shows, we're much more heavily in discussions on Medicare. Right. Um, and for and it's another really government programs yeah. in total. 
Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. And so this is some interesting things about yeah. Medicaid. Yeah. It's very timely and uh, you know, and it's also something yeah. that we we flat out predicted was yeah. going to happen, yeah. you know, and and it's it's of great concern yeah. that these folks are not there's a bunch of them out there that have no yeah. no idea this is going on. Right. And they don't find out yeah. until they walk into an emergency room or walk into a primary care doctor right. and they're told, "Oh That's no, right. you're not covered." And That's and, right. and I saw that play out time and time well, again in my waiting room. Well, I got and they're not happy about it. I got something you're going to really be able to relate to. I got a call this week from the Orlando Sentinel. Uh-huh. And the healthcare editor, Catherine uh, Carolyn Catherman, wanted to interview me about she was actually recommended to me by Ken again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what her question was is why is Medicaid specialists not seeing Medicaid kids? And boy, can you relate to that? Yeah. Why is it declining the ability to find a specialist in the Medicaid population? Dr. Mark, you can speak to that, but let me yeah. just, just say sure, one sure. thing. Obviously, Medicaid pays 50% of what Medicare pays. Right. And That's people, number one. And people complain about what Medica- Medicare pays. And, and people so, don't yeah. like Medicare right, right. rates. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that eligibility month to month. Right. It's a severe burden on a practice. Yes. Other than that, talk about uh, why that's important. Well, it's it's unusual that that there are actually blockades at the Medicaid disbursement level, like at the different HMOs that run yeah. that. Like you, you can call up. And say that hey, I'm a pediatric plastic surgeon, right? And they say, oh yeah, we we don't need you, yeah. And you know, yeah. I'm I'm a pediatric neurologist. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. We actually don't need you. Our panel's full. Yeah. yeah. And so so you get groups that are inundated and groups yeah. that aren't even allowed. Yeah. Now that so so on the other hand, there are folks that are like, it is not worth my time That's and right. trouble That's right. because in the beginning, the idea here was that Medicare and Medicaid would be sort of like the attorney's pro bono work. That's right. That you get paid right. enough to cover. Particularly Medicaid. Yeah. yeah. You, it, you, you're supposed to get paid enough to cover the cost of the service right. but not make anything from That's it. That's right. Well, Medicaid has cost physicians. Absolutely. Uh, since day one. Particular yeah. procedures. Yeah. Yep. So exactly. If primary you're, if you're care, just primary not care, so bad. Actually, right. they've actually increased the primary care rates a they little bit. They did increase the the, the, yeah. the E&M codes. They increased yeah. those. And right. and then state to state is different. Like we we go to the state and try to get things equalized for yeah. different groups. You know, we have right. different specialty groups that will do that. But but to the the question that, mm-hmm. that she had yeah. was it, it really is about the administrative difficulty yeah. Yeah. and the low payments. Yeah. Well, she wasn't aware that, particularly in the pediatric world, we have a lot of pediatricians that see a lot of Medicaid kids. Yes. But then they have a tough time referring to specialists when needed. Right. And you were one of those specialists back in those days. Yeah, and you got to realize that a number of the procedural specialists, let's say uh, an ENT, a pediatric Mm -hmm. ENT surgeon, was trained as an adult ENT surgeon. Mm -hmm. Then did an extra two years and often some research right. in order to become a pediatric doctor. And guess what? Mm-hmm. That's an immediate salary drop. Exactly. Pediatric neurosurgery. Yeah. They're having trouble matching yeah. pediatric neurosurgeons into training programs because yeah. they're going, why am I doing another two years yeah. to cut yeah. my income in half? Yeah. And well, so you get and, you get where that comes oh, from. Oh, of course. You know? Well, you know, I remember back a couple of years ago when you were still in practice, you would call me and you you had been working with the Medicare managed care plan for a long time, for and years. all of a sudden they want to cut your rates dramatically, dramatically, like dramatically, two hundred percent. Yeah, you know, and and, and yeah. I remember it was either try and renegotiate 
or just don't see those patients. Right, right. Yeah, and that's and what we're tough. dealing with today. And, yeah. you know, the, the name of the game in, in Medicaid management, if you're a specialist, you're, all of your referrals come from those referring physicians. Right. And if those referring physicians tell their front desk, hey, call Dr. Chayette for this patient, and Dr. Chayette no longer takes XYZ Medicaid, right. Right. the only thing they're going to hear from that is, well, probably ought not to call Dr. Chayette. He must not take any of it. Right. And I could be taking right. all of the other ones. Exactly. So my my plan throughout, you know, my, my senior partner, when I joined the practice, mm-hmm. what, he, what he taught me was you've got to take everything. Right. Even if right. it's, you know, this one's not as good as that one, you got to take yeah. it all or else but you're not going to get any referrals. But see, the adult family practice internal medicine guys don't feel that way. No, of course not. They don't want. They, in fact, they might limit their Medicaid to 15% of their practice right, in right. charts. Yep. And so what that does is limits access yes. to primary care. Well, not in the PEDS world, right. but in the adult world. Well, I, I'll tell you, in the in the PEDS world, mm-hmm. um, even even big hospital-employed groups have, have quotas. Right. And so right. if you have sure. Blue Cross Blue Shield, you might be able to get in to see them in two weeks – and if you have Medicaid, if, if you're late enough in the month that they've seen their quota of Medicaid patients, then you're going to get bumped off. They will yep. see you. Yep. They're not they're not turning you down, and they'll certainly see you in an emergency, right. but you're going to wait a greater amount of time. And and guess what, Larry? You know what that is? That's a reflection of socialized medicine. That's exactly and everybody, right. Everybody, none of us want it. That's right. And, but we're in it. We always say it time and time That's again. Right. Half of the country 50% is already Medicare, Medicaid yep. represent yep. 165 million of the 330 million people in America. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yep. So, I mean, I think the the next the, the other thing that's very frustrating about those companies is I don't we don't have to drop names on which one of the companies did no, this. No, we're but, not going to do but that. But the company yeah. that that came back and said we're dra- drastically yeah. Yeah. across the board yeah. dropping everybody's rates. So yeah. all the pediatric specialists are now being. Paid, right, paid right. the entry fee for a yep. primary care, yep. and we're, we're going to do it across the board. That group yep. posted a multi hundred million dollar profit that year. Yes, and yes. and then turned around and sold yep. for a half a billion dollars. Right, and so it, apparently it wasn't about the money. Right, right. Well, you, you know? know, it's interesting. We talked a couple of weeks ago about what Nemours did up in New Jersey. Do you yes. remember that? Yeah, oh yeah. You know, they shut down. They wouldn't mm-hmm. see the state employees. Right, and now Nemours in Florida. Is doing some of the same things. Oh, are they? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they're 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 definitely but they're the struggling. Same, yeah. You know. Yeah, it is. It is. They're, they're, they're not. They're they're not yeah. busy. And and and, and uh, I'll hit you again. So it's Nemours. I got that French thing again. Yeah, so, I call so, it Nemours. That's so, the southern yeah, the southern translation French, yeah. of Nemours. So, so Nemours <laughs> um, is they in order to get into a busy city like Orlando that already had two two pediatric hospitals. Right. They had to agree to do certain things. And part of those things mm-hmm. was about their Medicaid load. Okay. So they will, I assume, run into issues yep. if they try to decrease that flow. And, and you know, I don't need to be a watchdog about it because the right. other two children's right. hospitals are going to be doing it. And, and if they're, well, if they're listening right now. you were right very now, close to this early on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, yep. I mean, I, yeah, I was here <clears throat> with the opening of the second children's hospital. Right. And then right. when Demore's opened as well right. as the right. third. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been an, yeah. It's been quite an interesting process, and it's not about making money. It's about being able to service all these kids in Orlando that need to be seen. Well, you know, Medicaid has gone completely managed care in Florida, as you know. But CMS just recently released a final rule that will require national reporting of standardized quality measures for Medicaid and the Children's Health Insurance Program, Dr. Mark. 
So for that, for that's chip. Huh? So that's the chip, yeah. yep. So that means those in Florida, that's going to be yeah. mandated that that those private groups are going to have to yeah. do that. Well, it's quality metrics, and basically CMS aims to use this data to be collected to identify where the organizations can make improvements to reduce health disparity. Right. Right. Well, and it, that's a good thing. It is a good thing because yeah. that's the same yeah. data that we use for value based yeah. medicine, and right. we we've not really had any pediatric yeah. groups that were honed to do it because right. quite frankly right. the the profit line on it is so skinny yep i mean it's usually a loss but the profit line is so skinny that that the the insurance they're not yeah. they're not really willing to pay yeah. and you know i can tell you with uh because we we manage thousands of pediatric lives in our value get based yes. programs yes. and i can tell you finding a pediatric ortho yep a pediatric neuro yep are very difficult it's tough it's tough. I mean, they're here. I mean, I can name them. They're I, here. I got all their numbers yep. on my phone. Yep. But can you get in to see them? Exactly. And it, again, they have yep. to. And I'm, I'm not dissing them. And you've helped they, even they with some of my grandkids right. getting in. Exactly. Yep. They mm-hmm. can't keep the lights on yep. if yep. all they see are Medicaid patients. Yep. And, and again, this goes back to a little bit. We talk about Medicare Advantage and how it's made a non-profitable yep. situation profitable. Mm-hmm. Well, same idea here is we're now got these third-party insurers running Medicaid right. being paid right. by the state, right. and they're making money, yes. but they're not sharing the wealth yep. to make sure we've got enough. You know, the, right. the 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 way the goal would be that it just doesn't matter what the insurance is, right? Right? That everybody's and and I will tell but you, you can't that, survive like well, that. Well, I, I got to tell you that yeah. the private insurance companies have brought their number down to a Medicare rate, yes, right. Yes. And and now Medicaid Actually is half less of that. than Medicare. And then yeah, depending yeah. on your specialty, right. you right. may be getting eighty five percent of what Medicare. That's right. And so well, radiology so, gets about seventy percent of yeah, Medicare in the commercial stuff, world. Yeah. 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 So so these things keep coming down and then the bottom of us would be yep. you know, my practice of, of yeah. was really we were forty five percent Medicaid. Right? Wow. And so that that's the that's lowest number. number. Yeah. So that's not moving up. No. Even though there's more money in that insured side of the system, right? You know, it right. just it just keeps on, yeah, re, re, you know, revolving yeah. around that same same issue. Yeah. Well, you know, in Florida, with a hundred and six billion dollar budget, over forty billion of it goes towards Medicaid in Florida, and that's without expanding Medicaid in the state of Florida. If we expanded Medicaid in the state of Florida. After the feds quit paying that expansion we'll fee, done. it would be larger than our existing yep, state right. budget, Dr. Mark. Yep, yep, yep. No, I, I remember the numbers. And yeah, they, I remember the numbers. And, and yeah. they were not inflated. No, and, absolutely not. And no one not. could argue yep. it. I mean, it was, it, was, it was discussed at first, like, oh, this yep. is terrible. Because at, the same, at one point, it looked like the governor was just turning their back on people who needed right. care yep. in this socialized yep. medicine type system. And the reality yep. was... It was sort of like the uh, the speed train from here to Tampa, right? Exactly. Uh, feds, feds are going to give you a bunch of money to make it happen, that's and then right. they're going to walk away, that's and right. then you're going to go broke. You better. That's right. right? That's right. Yeah, if public you can't get people to make get money. Yeah, no public transportation does not. Yeah, no. But, you know, on the Medicaid side, they're really looking at four things, Dr. Mark. Obviously, a core set of quality metrics for children's health care measures, a core set for adult Medicaid measures. Right. Measures for behavioral health in specific because it is just exploding in this yep, country. Right. And a core set, this is interesting, for home care quality metrics. Oh, wow. Because there's not much got, home care. We've got to move some of these high-cost Medicaid processes 
out of the hospital. Yeah, no, no question. And and there are that, that was one of the Nemours situations is that they were going to do some law and do long term yep. care. Yep. Uh, because yep. there's no real long term care Medicaid option in Orlando. Yep. And so, I mean, that becomes a really big deal. Well, you know, in many cases, particularly in a specialist, they'll just go to the health department and, and hopefully somebody in the Medicaid subspecialty world will participate and help those patients yeah but anyone that needs long-term care that's that's a whole different situation a whole different because that starts taking up a a bed that needs to be turned over and well no great news about medicaid no no great surprise but really really interesting talk larry great discussion dr mark back with more health care now soon you're listening to health care now the truth about u.s health care we're going to a break and when we come back we'll continue our discussion on all things health care with dr mark and larry Join Dr. Mark Chayette and Larry Jones for a very special two-hour live Healthcare Now, Thursday, October 26th at the 10th Annual Meeting of the Florida Association of Accountable Care at the Hilton Bonnet Creek Hotel in Orlando. Join Dr. Mark and Larry as they navigate the healthcare world with Florida's healthcare visionaries and decision makers. Don't miss a special two-hour live Healthcare Now, Thursday, October 26th, starting at 7 p.m., only here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Streaming live at the TheAnswerOrlando.com. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Welcome to Healthcare Now. This is Dr. Mark. I'm here with Larry Jones for another edition of Healthcare Now. And Larry, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. I want to I want to talk about something that just happened as I was, I was driving here to Absolutely. tape today. You were telling yeah, me about it yeah. briefly. So I was yeah. talking to a, to a buddy of mine who's just doing normal stuff you do for medical stuff. Nothing. Okay. You know, the, the topic wasn't really important, but it was communication between this client and and the physician and okay. the office and whatnot. And and everybody's doing the right thing, but what what frustrates me was that, you know, he was being told that, you know, he needed to do this and get these tests, and then he'd get the tests, and then they would call him and say, oh, you know what, we need to do some other tests. Yeah. And not explaining, not right. giving names of the tests. Sounds like not, step therapy to right. me. Right, and, yeah. and so, and, and I I suspect, very seriously suspect that all these things are necessary, mm-hmm. but he's like, yeah, he goes, you know, I try to talk to the doctor, and they, oh, they're too busy, they're too busy, and the person they're talking to isn't really capable or would it be appropriate for them to try to explain what's yep. going on there. Yep. And and I said to him, I was like, you know, man, I get it. I said, this is what I talk to my med students about. And and there's That's very there's, frustrating. It's, Dr. it's incredibly yep. frustrating. Yep. And that, that was sort of my end. I said, you know, by the end of the show, uh, Larry usually teases that my blood pressure's up. I said, I think my blood pressure's already up and I haven't even got there because it's so frustrating for all of us. And I know our listeners can, have felt this way that we just don't get the chance to learn about what's going on from our physicians. Yep. And, and, and Larry, here's why. Because, I mean, I get it. It's not that we've got a bunch of bad doctors. We don't. We have, no. have great, great committed doctors, doctors yep. but they are under such pressure yes. to see a certain yep. number of patients. Yep. We talk about, and, and this is those that are employed. This is those that are in yep. private practice. They've yep. got to keep the lights on. That's right. 
And every year it gets more challenging. Yep. And the only answer we as a group of physicians have come up with was, well, I got to see more patients. That's right. I mean, what I jokingly tell a story about someone who said, you know, they're going to see this patient and then it's it's from this this insurance. And every time they see a patient of mm-hmm. that, they lose $40. Yep. And I go, what are you going to do? He goes, well, I'm just going to see 100 of them yeah. instead of 10. And your buddy and, probably and, 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 paid and, and, a $50 right. copay to right. go see oh, that for sure. doc. Yeah. You stepped all over my joke, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, so, so he said, yeah, he said, so he's losing $40 every time he sees one of these patients. Okay. I said, what are you going to do? And he goes, well, I'm going to see 100 of them instead of 40 of them. Okay. So he's going to lose more money, right? Oh, my and, gosh. And so, so that's, yep. the, that's the treadmill yep. that we're, yep. we're getting on. Or, no, I guess right. the hamster wheel. I guess <clears throat> the hamster wheel that we're on and not getting anywhere. And it frustrates the heck out of our clients. Yep. Yep. And, and quite yep. frankly, I got to tell you, Larry, yep. the doctors are frustrated too. They are. But you know, Dr. Mark, as a layman not being clinical, right? my response to your your friend would have been, you need to find another doctor. Right. And that's not the answer. That's not the answer that's because right. I have not that the response. Yeah, right. Though. That's the response. Yeah. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he's intelligent and he gets yeah. it yeah. and, and he, he knows that, but yeah. that doesn't yeah. make him any less frustrated. No, absolutely you know? not. And, and so that, that is that, but that's a very good point. Yeah. And, and you get physicians that lose patients because yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. And they, and it is, it's yeah. our responsibility to get this right. Yep. And it would just be a heck of a lot easier to do yep. if we didn't have to worry about, at the end of the day, the office manager coming in and telling the employed physician that, hey, you're you're down 20% below what your limit needs yeah. to be. You need to pick it up. Right. But, you know, I think in the situation with your friend, he probably, when he had the doctor in the room, didn't look at him and say, I don't feel comfortable that you've solved my problem or you've got me on the right track. Can we talk about this? Yeah. People don't do that, though, Dr. They, they don't because it's, right. it's intimidating. That's right. And, you know, and, and every And you never know what the response from the physician's right. going right. to be. Right. But and, and that the next level of frustration is when you talk to a family member and they yep. and, and you you start asking questions and they they didn't ask one question yeah. because they've just they're numb to it they're exactly like, and they literally would tell well, you many well, they're times not gonna they tell don't me know anyway. what to ask yeah no, I don't yeah. know I don't know what to ask and they're not gonna tell me anyway so yeah. so it it really is the burden I mean I hear you but the burden is mm-hmm. on the physician and or the or it the is. or the PA nurse practitioner yeah. someone who yeah. is able to communicate and man when you do it. When, and, and that's you know how I ran my practice. Oh yeah. So oh, I yeah. I didn't care. I spent that's my right. time with the patients. That's right. That's and right. and my life was better for it. Mm-hmm. But I would tell people and, and so sometimes your patients. Yeah. Well, sometimes the patients would be like, "Man, I really waited a long time in your in your waiting room." And I'd say, "Well, you know, I, I apologize for that, yeah. but my policy is is I'm not going to walk out of your room or the last right. patient's room right. until all the questions are answered." Right. And and so you know I had to I had to figure out and how to that, schedule. And, you never but, know the one patient. Yeah. That not uncomplicated, simple thing, last yeah. visit, Yeah, you were not expecting it to take no. long at all, and it, it just might. But you know, Dr. Mark, as an independent physician, a lot most physicians act like what you just said. Yes. As a hospital-owned doc, right. they don't care. Well, let me, let me just point out, I don't know if you've seen the commercial. Okay. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I, just, I caught mm-hmm. this commercial yep. on Village MD, so I'll call them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see them all Do, the time. So the Village MD, and, it was, and they were showing uh, a doctor – uh, a female doctor in a white coat. Yep. And she's talking to the patient and they don't say what they're talking about. And yep. suddenly she gets pulled out of the room on a little, a little, little, little yeah. thing that's in, yeah. her, in her back yeah. that pe- takes her through, yeah. takes her through. And then, then and then you've yep. got the, you got a bunch of doctors on a, a conveyor belt. Yep. And so yep. you get, you get the message, right? Absolutely. You get the message. Are you going to tell me 
Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, let's get a call from Village MD. Yeah. You're going to tell me that they're not going to do the same of thing? Of course they are. And Village MD, our slogan, Village MD, we're changing the face of primary care. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, really. Oh, we, we may not be disagreeing with that, but it's, it's not a, it's <clears> not, it's not it's not a good face for coming up. trying to make <laughs> That's it right. Think. That's, That's right. right. No, man. Okay, well, yeah. that was that was a long well, story for the I like that story, idea. Dr. Mark. Yep. What it does for our members and our listeners, right? it tells them don't accept if you don't know what's going on. That's right. Don't accept it. Yeah. Yeah. You really, Ask you really do. Ask questions. And, and you can do it. And get a caregiver yeah, in there with you if you humane, can't do yeah. it. You do it in a humane way. That's right. Right? Because That's right. Because it doesn't matter if you're at Home Depot or you're at the doctor's office. That's right. You're going to go yep. a lot further if you just say, right. look, you know what? I'm not comfortable yep. with this. I need yep. more. I need more. And you know? then if the doctor doesn't want to cooperate, then you might want to find another doctor. Then, yeah. You might have to look you know. into that. But yep. again, I'm not saying that's the re- That's no, the answer. Not. Yeah. It's not the answer. Yeah. Because yep. then you're sort of marked <clears> as... You know, you, you're now seeing a second doctor for the same problem, and they're a little like, yep. "Hmm, what? Why are, why are yep. you here?" They don't know if you were the problem, right? Or if right, the, the right. physician was the problem. Doctor Mark, the the discussion came up the other day of what is right about the American healthcare system and what needs to be fixed or concentrated on to provide complete optimism about where we're going in America. And yeah. there were a number of different things that I thought was very interesting. Yeah, let's hit it. Cause I mean, you can yeah. be, you can be you really skeptical this. about it. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I, I bet if you were in a room of 20 people yeah. and you asked that question, yeah. 16 of them would say nothing's right about it. That's and, right. And that's, that's not right. true. That's not that's true. It's not true. Yeah. We are beginning to do more to the advancement of primary care. Dr. Mark. Mm. Okay. okay. That's a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. The second one is eliminating the gross inequities and the unethical disparities in health outcomes, such as lifespan, chronic disease outcome, and maternity mortality. We are not the leader in life expectancy. We are not the leader in chronic illness. We actually are the leader in chronic illness. Oh, yes, yes. But we are not the leader as well as in reduced fetal morbidity either. Yep. Uh, that's interesting. That's yeah, interesting. Those are, I thought those were three really interesting points. But back to the primary care for a minute. You know, value-based care is all about that. Right. And it's all about trying to reduce cost and improve outcomes. Exactly. But how many physicians can actually handle a base amount of primary care members and, right. and patients? What do you think that level is with well, a Primary care, I mean, yeah, Dr. with Mark. with primary care, and and yeah. if you if you look at it in a in a sort of a backwards fashion, we look at some of these groups that have gone to concierge medicine. Yes. So one doctor in a concierge practice, and I I'm I I'm thinking I'm thinking they they try to keep it under six hundred clients. I believe that's correct. I, I, yep. I, I'm, the numbers, that, you're, yeah. no, you're spot okay. on. Okay, all right. So and so, and that's going from three thousand charts. Right. Right. Yeah. So so that's instead right. they're going to have you know, 600 charts. Mm-hmm. And now, so that, that's the, that's the far side of what that could be. It right. Is. So it if you can do, there's if a, one there's doctor a hybrid can, model yeah, in there too, Dr. Mark. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And so where they take insurance and then you that's sort right. of get into that group. So now that's you, right. now you can maybe double the number of charts that you have. And, and we say it's kind of, I've, I'm embarrassed of saying that We're, mm-hmm. that's how we talk about patients. How many charts do you have? It's exactly right. right. Yeah. And so it, yeah. it's very, that's kind of dehumanizing, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, so you've got that, that number. And so, You'll, I tell you, I have, we've talked about this. We've looked at the mm-hmm. number of patients that some of our pediatricians see in a day. Mm-hmm. And it's an impossibility to think that they can do that many patients, oh. you know, that they well, can see that know, many it patients. It used to be, I'll see 20 to 25 patients a day. 60. Now it's up to 40 to yes. 60. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I was saying, yeah. I, and you do the math on yeah. how that's happening. Yeah. But why are they doing it? Yeah, they're doing and, it because this, Medicaid pays so poorly, <clears throat> and they're they're seeing Medicaid as well as as private insurance, and and you know that's the balance too, right? I mean, yeah, it, it used to be that you could sort of write off, okay, listen, I'm doing really well on these private insurances, and I'm going to see this much Medicaid, and I'm going to treat everybody. I'm not even going to look to see what they have, but now the private insurance number has come down so low. Yep. The Medicaid yep. number really hasn't fluct it hasn't gone up. Yep. You know, it hasn't kept up with, you know, the cost of living. No, absolutely but, not. But yep. it hasn't taken these big chunks down because on the private side, it has been chopped and chopped. Yep. And you know, maybe it's, maybe you could argue, yep. okay, back I started practice, I might have been getting uh 330% of yeah. the Medicare oh, commercial rate. paid yeah. better than Medicare. Yeah, yeah. well, well by D- far. Duh. I yeah. mean, it's supposed to. That's right. And no but more. But it doesn't now. D- no more. Yeah. If you and get so 100% was a percent of Medicare for commercial, you're doing well. Yeah. I mean, primary care folks fight to get 100% right. of Medicare the key in, in is, the adult world. In that's adult right. World. And the key is the shared savings on the value-based side yeah. as bonuses at the end of the year for outcomes. You know, we should probably back up because it's, okay. some of the stuff is just second-hand knowledge. It is. Know, it is. So, yeah. so and that's the, why the way, I wanted to talk about yeah. primary care, Dr. Martin. So. The way it used to be is, in, in days of old, uh, is you basically contracted with an insurance company, and you could say, you'll pay me my fee schedule, and you give them their fee schedule, and they look at it and go, okay, gotcha. that looks okay. Yep. And then it went to, well, we're going to pay you a percentage of Medicaid, gotcha. because Medicaid, it was, it was a nationally calculated amount yep. of money yep. for a given procedure, so a procedure had a code. And that code had a certain number of relative value units. Right, right. And so it was calculated, like, depending on where you lived in the country, mm-hmm. what the code was for seeing an acutely ill patient with these problems, right? Right. So, so now, well, I'm going to pay you 300% of Medicare, what, right. what Medicare would pay. Right, right. Well, now this is what we argue about. Yep. Now they're paying less than what yep. Medicare would pay. Yep. And that has broken the system. Yep. Completely, and because that's you can't for doctors, Doctor Mark. That. But let me point out to the hospital side: yeah, the average reimbursement is two hundred fifty percent of Medicare. Oh yeah, yeah. How can that? How be? can that be? And they say, oh well, the overhead's yeah. higher. No, that's not. That's no. not it. That's not that's the way right. it works. That's be- right. Because they get paid for the Medicare part yep. at the end of the year. If they re- yep. meet their metrics, you yep. know they're getting a big check, right? Yep. Right. So, so I mean, that's another argument we hear all the time. Yep. Now, I'm, I'm not distant on the hospitals. But the hospitals arguing with their employed physician saying, hey, we're losing money on these patients. They're right. not. They're no, absolutely they're not. They're not. They're not. And that's a really fair, unfair argument. how they argument. work the numbers, yeah, Dr. Martin. It is. It is. You know, we're talking about cautious optimism and what's right in healthcare and what we feel is, is going good. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. We're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on all things healthcare with Dr. Mark and Larry. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Navigate the healthcare process like never before. It's Healthcare Now with Dr. Mark and Larry Jones. Join us at 7 o'clock Thursday evenings for a great discussion on all things healthcare. Healthcare Now, Thursday nights at 7, and now Healthcare Now Extra, Saturdays at 11 a.m., only here on The Answer. 
Join Dr. Mark Chayette and Larry Jones for a very special two-hour live Health Care Now, Thursday, October 26th, at the 10th Annual Meeting of the Florida Association of Accountable Care at the Hilton Bonnet Creek Hotel in Orlando. Join Dr. Mark and Larry as they navigate the healthcare world with Florida's healthcare visionaries and decision makers. Don't miss a special two-hour live Health Care Now, Thursday, October 26th, starting at 7 p.m., only here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Streaming live at TheAnswerOrlando.com. Welcome back to Healthcare Now, the truth about U.S. healthcare. And now let's head back into the Healthcare Now studios with Dr. Mark and Larry. Uh, you have found Dr. Mark and Larry Jones in the Healthcare Now studios, yep. and we were we were talking about some of the optimistic things in healthcare. But I have to admit, Larry, as I review in my brain what we just talked about, it's hard. We haven't gotten yep. to the optimistic yep. part yet. So well, please me give me give something optimistic. optimistic. Thank piece. you. Thank you. We we provide affordable health insurance to tens of millions of people in America, Dr. Mark. Yes. And right now, the uninsured rate in America is less than eight percent. That's that's crazy good. That's, that's crazy very good. good. Yep. Now, some people would question that number. Yeah, especially but, with the new. I mean, that was yes. that was probably our peak when yes. when when that right. extra Medicaid right. coverage was out there. So, so when you that's figured, going to drop by fourteen percent, I'd say twelve, twelve, okay. ten to twelve. Okay. But you know, if ninety two percent of Americans have some type of health insurance, and the focus on health insurance now is preventative and comprehensive preventive care, and most of those processes require no out-of-pocket cost. Right, right. That's very positive, Dr. Mark. That is really positive, yep. but I'll go back to my discussion about my, my friend. He was talking about different labs that were being ordered, and yep. some weren't covered. And, and you know, there are a lot of labs that your doctor, if they're, you know, I've got some really smart doctors, and they'll they'll say, hey, you know what? I've never met yeah. a stupid doctor, Dr. Well, Mark. Well, I, yeah, yeah, well, I'll be a sort of tongue-in-cheek in it, because, I mean, right. I mean, I've got some real <laughs> thinkers, and they'll they'll be like, you know, we ought to look into this, but you know it's not covered by your insurance. But but I think it's yep. important. Yep. So if I'm fortunate enough to be able to do it, I'm going to do it. But mm-hmm. then then my friend says, yeah, but that's what they should cover, and it's true. He's right because yep. there there are screen they they cover more screening yes. things, yes. and then you got to have something that's not just abnormal but markedly abnormal yep. in order to justify the next step. Whereas they basically wait for you to get see where I see I'm, I, I took your optimism yeah. and, and knocked it down you again. Did, but, I but you know, for yeah. our listeners, yep. I think the issue is use your benefits for preventative care. And it's estimated that only 50 percent in America that have insurance for preventative care. Use it, Dr. Mark. Now, that's that's a truism. That's yeah. A truism. So the, it's it, it's like gym memberships. Yep. Right. Yep. So so if you've got your insurance, yep. you got to go to that well Why that, that yearly you get visit. An annual wellness visit exactly. that cost you nothing. Exactly. I mean, I get it. Yep. You know, you're going to have to. You might have to miss work. Although yep. they they should be able to excuse you for Give that. Give me a couple hours off. Yep. Sure. And and I, or I know you're going to say on a day off. I geez, you know, I don't want to spend two hours waiting in that busy. Yep. Uh, I mean, I say it all the time. Nothing. Yep. Nothing in, in, that we have in healthcare that isn't optimistic couldn't yep. be cured by the right amount of money thrown That's at right. it. That's right. That's right. And because you know, if the if the insurance companies are reimbursing at an appropriate yep. rate, yep. doctors are going to be able to spend more time with yep. their patients. Well, you know, we we use this uh, hypothesis a lot. Cars don't run forever without maintenance, and neither do people. Right. Right. Yeah, it's true. True. It's true. 
we've we've lost we've lost a few of those old people this this last week. Bob yeah. Barker, yeah. Jimmy Buffett, yeah. yeah, Jimmy Buffett. That was a bad one. Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, both those gentlemen I, lived to be uh, quite quite old. Jimmy Buffett was at ninety two. I I think Barker was too. Barker was ninety. I think they were both in yeah, their nineties. Yeah, yeah, both yeah, in their nineties. Yeah. Yep. But you know, the next one, Doctor Mark, we have significantly through legislation reduced some of the crippling medical debt impacting over a hundred million Americans. Forty one percent Americans were heavily in debt, re- resulting in over $100 million in, in debt, and they had no way out. Right. And we talked about that one foundation. Now, this wasn't government yeah. work. This was a foundation right. that went That's out right. and decreased people's medical debt Yes, um, out of South Florida. I want South to Florida, yeah. It was a and, Miami and, and it was a. I mean, it was a big, big— Bought out like $54 million yeah, worth more. of yeah. uh, bad debt bad just debt. in South Florida. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So there's good things happening out there, and there are good people out there. Well, I think the biggest piece of optimism is, you know, I I argued when Obama started talking about Obamacare and stated that, you know, we were the most expensive healthcare system in the world, which I could argue that we are, but we're also the largest. Yep. And but we weren't the best. And I got to tell you, we are the worldwide leaders in so, so many things. Absolutely. And the things that we're not aren't necessarily about the healthcare system. It's about the health of our nation That's right. and our our habits and how we live day to day and you, you can't blame the healthcare system for that that's no. just uh, that's just the way things are you know but when you, you drive know, down the street you know what kind of fast food stores you're, you're going right. to drive past that's as opposed right. to in in other countries where you yeah. might not see that but you know in America people should not have to make choices between getting needed health care and food housing or child care well i mean that's always been the mantra right that is, is that yep. is that it's and and that was the big argument it is health care coverage a right yep or is it not or a privilege or is it yep. a privilege yep. and and we've made it a right now have we made it an equal right across the board that's the issue we have not and there's that's two right. parts of that that's it's both that that it's it's availability yep but it's also it's accessibility access you know yes. and so even though we have there are many children in this state in every state yep. that are not covered by Medicaid, but they are Absolutely. eligible for Medicaid. Yep. Or or healthy kids or the CHIP program. Yep. But yep. yet parents, many of these parents are lower income, right. maybe less educated, and they don't understand how to even go and access that. So, so we, so, and we have, there are lots of programs yep. that are supported. That's one of the things that all the state legislatures across the country are pretty darn good at is they are. supporting programs to get the word yep. out. Yep. And I, I don't know outside of that how much better you can get because you're they're yep. trying to avoid fraud right, right they're trying to right. avoid because if they just opened it up i mean which is the next step to yep. socialized medicine right you're going to get the fraud yeah you're going to get yeah. the fraud yeah, and so right. so that kind of system is going to eventually yep. go down yep. and, you know and, yep. and not be affordable for the state so that it yep. is that's a, that's a tricky one yep and you know the next one is we are beginning to address the tragic and worsening epidemic of behavioral health in this yes, country, yeah, we Dr. Are. Martin. Yeah. No, I think it's I think the messaging has been so strong in the last three, four years. Uh, and you know, the number of people and providers that are going into that area. Yep. Uh, the 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 mandate that insurers had to cover 
mental health issues, yep. which was insane that I've been on the it. phone this week with two mental health, one one for overall behavioral health yep. and one for Alzheimer's and dementia. Right, right. With that we're implementing in our own program. Right, right. I was going to yep. say that wasn't, yep. I wanted to clarify that wasn't for you personally. Right. That was, right. that was for, to, for to, our some, yeah, thousands of lives. Yeah. So, yep. so I think that, that, you know, it's probably an issue that, you know, is going to get bigger before it gets smaller, meaning yep. that we're yep. not, we're not, we don't have any cures. We just have ways to address yep. and mitigate. But, but yeah, that's been, that's been, yep. uh, you know, it's been great. And, you know, yep. we're getting it everywhere in the media. We get all the, yep. all the, uh, the professional athletes that have stepped oh, up absolutely. and, and, yep. you know, a lot of just personal yep. entertainers. So people look up to these folks, you know, you don't see the, the, the famous, uh, lawmaker or physician that that are going to tout this but you've got yep. these these icons pop icons you know sports oh, yeah. icons oh, yeah. that get out there and it's it's really pretty yep. awesome i mean that, that they're getting out there and saying this this is what i've been through and yep. you don't have to do this you well know? if you remember all our statistics state that we've moved from the main reason for an er visit moved from low back pain to mental health Right. And now we're trying to figure out how to keep these people out of the ER. Right. ER they is run not the right up a thirty, forty thousand dollar yeah, bill. It's not the right they place. get nothing done yep. and then you start all over well, again. Well it's funny. The low back pain didn't belong in the ER either. No, it and didn't. so I mean but I think, you know, the, the the way to fix that problem is to fix the overhead costs of the ER that are being charged. Yep. Because you know yep. what? Are Americans ever gonna stop going to ERs? Well, you know, it's interesting. We're going to talk about that's a very good question. As long as there is not a fine, particular Medicaid, yep. there's no copay. Right. And not only that, you and again, I don't disagree with this. You have to triage a patient in the ER, no matter what the right. situation. Sure, sure. So you got to at least stabilize that patient yeah. before you can let them go. Yeah, but what you need yeah. to be able to do, and, and, and you know, this this is going to happen. You you got to be mm-hmm. able to take the ER and that first triage spot puts you in a pay level of either an ER or an urgent care center well, in I've the, same building, in the urgent, same building. Dr. Mark, I've always said that an ER visit under an insurance plan ought to have a $500 copay. Well, that will stop people well, that, from that, going to the ER. That will stop some people from going some to the ER, but, the and ER. I don't think the stick is, is I think we, I think we're going to, going to use the carrot first and, True. and because it's yeah. not that these people, these clients, these patients are wasting their money. Right. They don't have money to waste. What's happening yeah. is, why does it cost so much? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and nobody's talking about that. It's two things. Why does it cost so much? And what's a real emergency? Well, but it doesn't matter if yeah. they come into the emergency room and they don't have an emergency. Why are they getting charged like they have an emergency? But why are they there? Because they're humans, and I there's understand. a big sign. There's a sign on I, you know, on so every highway that says minute thirty minute wait. Get Come over here. here because they're they're trying to drive people in. That's just but ridiculous. It's, it's a mousetrap. It is. So I don't. I, you yeah. know what, dude? Yeah. I don't blame mm-hmm. the clients at all yeah. because they're they it's wake up. To care. They're worried. Your That's kid right. is is he That's breathing right. funny? Is did he have a seizure? You you're gonna yep. get up. Yep. You're gonna take that yep. kid in, and if it turns out to be nothing then you shouldn't yep. be charged like it was something. Right. And, right. And, and the state yep. shouldn't be charged, yep. and the insurance company shouldn't be charged. Right. So now my blood pressure's up. Yep. No, no, that, and that's, I knew that's it my would big, be when that, we got into this. <laughs> but let me get one more thing that I think your maybe your blood pressure will go down a okay. little bit. Okay. You know, obviously, you were a great pediatric surgeon here in Orlando. Well, thank and you. Everybody knows that. The whole okay. medical community knew that. 
but yet, look, you were still dealing with the challenges of getting fair oh, yeah. reimbursement. Oh, for sure. For your entire for sure. career. Yep. The issue today is value-based care is moving more to compensate physicians for better outcomes and lower cost. Yeah, and, and that, that makes sense. That is what needs that, to happen. That makes sense. And yeah. but but Larry, and it's it's really been terrible. I, we're going to listen to this show again, and you're going to go, <laughs> Doctor Mark. Minute. You took every Those one of my <laughs> optimisms and you shot and them all okay. down. Yeah, but well, but that's what this show's about. Yeah, it's about it dialogue. Well, the yeah. idea of what you just described is mm-hmm. what when I was in medical school was introduced. Yes, was called the report card. Exactly. It's a physician report yes, card. Yes. And let me tell you, when when active physicians were told that they were gonna they thought they were done with report cards, mm-hmm. when they're they're gonna have a report card and there was an idea that there'd be a ranking system mm-hmm. and a quality system, right. they lost their minds. It was disastrous. And the issue is gonna become with value based care, which is obviously our thing, with value based care, they're quietly being rewarded or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So so that's hit them there. Not not don't put up a billboard and but the shared uh, and savings it, you know? checks can be pretty significant yes. with some of these. doctors. Well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. so yeah. those are the doctors that we're going to draw. They're going to be able. They get it. Well, they get it. They get it. And, yeah. and if yeah. we're if we're able to give them more time with patients, guess what? More patients. Guess that's what? Right. They'll be able to bring on they'll bring yeah. on another doctor. They're going to teach that doctor. In demand, they'll Dr. teach Martin. that doctor to do yep. it this way, yep. Yep. and so so that's not a report card. That's a carrot. Yep. Okay, that's right. that so is. I yep. I would argue not the stick. Yep. Of of trying to. I try, agree with you because yep. all you're going to get there is is lawsuits for people yep. saying you said I wasn't as good as that one. I'm yep. I'm as good as that one any that's day. Right. You know, that's let, right. let's, I'm going to show well, you. That's the report yep. card thing you're talking about. All right. Well, my blood pressure is uh, back to normal, and let's uh, let's. Full di- I thought we could full, get it back. Full down. disclosure: I don't have a blood pressure problem. That's I know. Right, it's just that's it's just right. part of our shtick that we use here. It's but, been a great discussion today, yeah, Doctor. Been Mark. a great day. Thanks yeah. for bringing these things up, and we'll see you again next week. See you then. Thank you for joining us today on Healthcare Now. To find the answers you are looking for or have a question, you can reach Larry and Dr. Mark by emailing your questions and comments to follow us at healthcarenow.us. And we'll continue our discussion same time next week on navigating our complex healthcare system on Healthcare Now. On Healthcare Now.